following podcast is intended for an adult audience only. It contains strong language, strong opinions, and themes of a sexual nature. So if you are under 18, or indeed difficult to please, this isn't the podcast for you. Welcome to episode three of Varying Degrees, a BDSM podcast with myself, CH, and my friend Burns. Hello, Burns. Oh. And back once again is Shockhead and Red. Hello. All right. So, what have you mostly been up to since we last met? Since the last recording. Yeah, yeah. since the last um, recording. Well, since us, the last us two have been learning loads of rope stuff. Well, mostly him learning rope stuff. I've just been stood there taking it, but it's you know, it's yeah, well, it's interesting to it's skill to develop. It, it's an interesting. It, it's very intricate, and I, I like the fact that. Um, when you're not here as well, we've got a dressmaker's yes, mannequin. Yes, I, I do have a mannequin, so I, I either that or if I'm asleep, you can just use that. I, I've got a photo of that. I, I looked over my phone and sent me a photo of a dressmaker's mannequin. That's yeah. Right. yeah, so yeah, it is good because it's good to just try things on because it doesn't squirm. Yeah. How, how have you been honing your skills, man? Have you been freestyling it or Ooh. have you been watching YouTube videos or going to... I have, I have. I don't know if I can name drop so much, but I've been on a, a website called The Duchy. Okay. Uh, and I signed up to his his Patreon, and um, so I can. Uh, he's an American bloke. I'll I'll get the details later. But um, yeah, How he's much an American. Costing you? I think it's something like five dollars a month or something. And he's bringing out constant different new times. But the tutorials are really fucking good. Mm. Like really good. It's like he uses his partner, whoever it is, the model. Yeah. And they're in like a full white Zentai suit. Mm. Okay. And he's yeah, like a full morph suit. And he's using like blue gloves with very, very good quality rope. So when he's doing it, showing you where the ties are and how to put your hand and how to move it round, it's really easy to see exactly where you're going. You know, some some different ones they'll show you and it's uh, it's a bit sort of like, oh yeah, then do a knot round this and then that. And you go, well, hang on. But this guy, it's step by step. It's literally, you pull through here and then another picture of how to do it and videos as well. And it's pretty damn so good, you, actually. you've been learning Jedi rope tricks? Yes, Jedi rope tricks. You have to teach me. What else you guys been doing? I went to a beginner's rope course with a partner. It was one day, you know, and we're looking at getting into a bit more stuff, you know, because they do um, like a crash course, some some other courses and follow-up stuff with some self-tying and stuff like that. So there's different mm. avenues you can take it down. The course is like that expensive? I mean, compared to like so five think, quid a month on paper. I, I think like <laughs> your crash course, I think, is about 45 quid. Person, um, one of the other courses was I think about ninety, no, no, eighty quid a person, but that was over two days. That's not bad for two days. But that was like the beginner course that will let you do some of the other ones. I think the self-tying ones are thirty quid each. You know, there's like a, a like a beginner, slightly more advanced. You know, you thought thought quite highly of the venue and the people and. Aye, aye, it seemed very nice. We won't name, name drop. They've it's got, just, they've got it's a good just... reputation. I follow them on Instagram. You know, so they are they are really top notch. Oh, speaking of Instagram, we've got an Instagram now, haven't we? Yeah. Mm, what uh, you guys? 
Huh? Varying degrees. Varying degrees. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we have. Yeah, yes. we have. You yeah. made it, I thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did, I did. We've got, you can follow us. If you've just joined, Kulhans has just woken up. I've just joined. I seem to have just arrived and hand was hissy. Are you okay? Fucking hell. We are varying degrees on Instagram. That's, that's us. That's how you can find us on Instagram. At varying degrees. At, at varying degrees podcast. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. I, I suppose we could, we could, well... I, I managed mean, to get us that one. That wasn't taken. There's yeah. no varying degrees podcast out there on Instagram going by that name. That's, that's handy. Because they know it abbreviates down to VD. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I did like that about the get the t-shirts printed, um, but no, yeah, I, I think, please don't. Yeah, we could put stuff like we could do. I don't know if we do your rope tying and stuff like that. We can put yeah, things right. of that up on. I mean, obviously, it can remain anonymous, but uh, yeah, I just thought I'd use it to post the episodes and links to the episodes in another way for our followers to our mm. followers another way to make follower it, follower. <laughs> but I mean, other than mm. other than your uh, foray into right, what are you freaking up to? I mean, we've been to a few things together, haven't we? Since. I've seen all your beautiful naked bodies. <laughs> you haven't seen mine, have you? Yeah, I have. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you, you got in the, you How's got the, the therapy pool? getting on then? I got, yes, I got, yes, I jumped in the pool naked. Yeah, we, yeah. we all went on a, I was lucky enough to go on a road trip with you guys down to mm. a nature, an event. Naturist BDS, spa. Yeah, a BDSM mm. event and a naturist spa, which was my first experience of an event like that. Wasn't, as, wasn't as busy as last year. So you've been no. to that, you've, you've, you've been to that before, yeah. Yeah, Burns and I went last year. Yeah, so and, was, and you said it was a bit more of a jolly, live, lively atmosphere. It was a little bit more lively last year, yeah. Yeah. So. I still enjoyed it, again, I haven't done before. Again, we don't have to name uh, the event. That's the first time I've been to a venue like that, like in the daytime, mm. uh, yeah. with people dressed as horses and nudity. And, and all sorts of floggings masturbation, and stuff. Mass, mass, mass masturbation. Oh, oh, yes. the oh creepy wanky <laughs> men. Yeah. What will we do I, with them? It's the fact you're in the field what, and you what kind what of want to. Yeah. It's the fact you're in the field. Nothing. Nothing. Hopefully. Uh, uh, we shouldn't shame them. No. That's, like, no, that's no, their no. thing. But yeah. maybe put your cigarette, uh, cigarette yeah, out. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, some people like hot ash on the old uh, on the old todger. Often or sometimes, sometimes at events you can get if if a couple or more are having sex. You can get a large group of men stood around masturbating. To be fair, it wasn't even just if they were having sex. If someone sneezed loudly. There was, <laughs> there was a couple of them sort of ran up and went, oh, hey. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I mean, if you have... It's kind of one of those things, isn't it, I think, that if, if you're if you're doing it publicly at an event like that, you're okay with people watching, but the people watching should maintain a little bit of respect and boundary. Yeah. And it's just like any scene, though. It's like any scene. If you're in the dungeon, you don't get too close. No, unless you're welcomed over or or whoever is, is or partaking invited, in the yeah. scene primarily is, yeah, invites you over or actively encourages it which was nice to see that the, the the people working at the venue were kind of watching out for things like that and were like guys you know come on you're standing three feet away from them that, well, that, they haven't yeah. welcomed you you know it's the like star, no. I, don't. I thought the staff there were brilliant from what i saw actually mm. there was always somebody walking around checking on people well, i know the, the guy who runs it doesn't take any any crap he's, yeah. he's very I mean, I think he can't no means no which like is that. great yeah, no, I was, I was really impressed by that. And I was it, it was also a good laugh. It wasn't just like, right, here's the rules. You get in line. You do this. It was ha- having a laugh with you as well, you know. Yeah. And I liked the little market that was there as well. Yeah, that was yeah, nice. that was good. I bought a few things. I bought a medical mouth gag, you know, like a mouth gag. Oh, yeah, the ones that opens your mouth for the dentist coming. Yeah, click, 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 click. Yeah. Um, snap. Snap. Oh, <laughs> I bought a new very heavy cane because I like my canes heavy. <laughs> and um, what else? Did, and a little a mini spreader bar. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. And 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 she bought a uh, is it speculum record? Speculum, yes, a medical yeah. speculum. Yeah. Oh, is that For those movie? who do not know, these like are used during a smear test. test. Yep, mm. I know exactly well, what you mean. Or, or, or on a nice evening in together. But either way, yeah. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I bought I bought this one here, some um, flowers the other day, and she said to me, she said, but now I have to open my legs. I said, we have got a vase. We got a wee knife, like, for scraping wax. What metal? Oh, that little metal one. That was amazing. What was it, like two pounds or something? Yeah, I think it was like a 350. But, aye, good quality. Came with a tiny wee case. Sheath. Yeah, like a little sheath for it. Aye. You didn't like wax. Aye, we were done a bit more wax, aye. I haven't done any ages. My partner got some of the, you know the wee jugs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're great. Oh, they're the little jugs, yeah. Aye, melted down a few of our candles and added a wee bit of uh, coconut oil mm-hmm. to them to lower the temperature that they burn at and uh, aye, I'm it's quite good. This. I've never used those. Either... No, the, the jugs are quite good because yeah. then rather than just like points through the candle, you can let it let a wee bit melt, let it cool More down a wee a, bit a line. and then just yeah. do a bit of work and it's just yeah. a bit easier to use. I think that's a fantastic idea. They are good, they are good. Oh, I'd like to do it with yeah. chocolate. Chocolate, and then yeah. lick it off. I'd be up for that. Last time I made brownies and I was I'm putting a little little sprinkling, I was like, yeah, you like that. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not licking it off a shopper, though. No? Are you sure? Just got to be careful about the melting temperature, that's all. The melting temperature of chocolate or the melting temperature of chocolate? Oh. <laughs> well, but both. <laughs> jet fuel, mate, jet fuel. That's me. And steel beams. I was, yes. I was just about to say, hide the steel beams. <laughs> Put it back in your trousers. <laughs> well, I went full Sid James laugh there. You did, right? <laughs> Carry on. I, 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 know, I know something else you might have been getting up to since we last saw you two. You've been, you've been on the internet again. I've been looking at you. I lent you the prototype stocks. We have not used it yet. You've not used that? No, we've not got round to it. No? And no, you're not making me wear it. No, I'm not. Because I did try to put it on, and I nearly garroted myself. Oh, I, have, I have an 18-inch neck. Oh, really? And it's not built for people with a neck my size. No. <laughs> uh, we tried. Yeah. We tried. There's not a pinching going on, but it right, didn't work. So when Shockhead tells you he's got 18 inches, you now know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the circumference of his neck. The circumference of my neck, yes. If you had an 18-inch cock, he'd pass out every time he had an erection. That's not a possible. I must, I must say, if it does come to it, um, I, I, I did buy a, a metal cock ringy style thing and uh, I thought oh, I'm not a very very well endowed person so to speak so I'll just go for the, the smallest size and try that out far too fucking small oh. what a confidence boost <laughs> I was like yes absolutely ugly to wear but I mean what a confidence oh great yeah it was a like, click <laughs> you know it was just like but yeah what a confidence boost I was like yeah that's fantastic what have you been up to well, I've, I've not been as active as I could be because I've been breaking my foot. But oh, yeah. beyond yeah. that, being up to, I've been making more things. So I've lent you those stocks. Mm, you made and, some new ones, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I've made some new lighter weight stocks which are uh, comfortable to wear. You've seen them in action. Yeah, they look it? much better. They were much lighter. Yeah. yeah. Didn't you bring them around? Oh yeah, I did yeah. bring them around. Yeah, I you did, brought them around. And I did bring them around. Yeah, yeah. they were still they were still work in progress at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, they're completely finished now and black and done. Yeah, it's all and there is yeah. now a set of ankle and wrist stocks. So yeah, they're cool. So it's a little block with four holes in, 
and your wrists and your ankles go in there, and you're essentially almost like hog, not hog tied, but like you know, hog tied but forwards. Full, yeah, you know, you're sort of almost frog tied. Yeah. Frog tied, not hog tied yeah. but frog tied. And <laughs> you could do it behind the back. Log tied. You, you might break somebody's arms, so that's not really. Bah, they've got two. Yeah, you might break both of them. They'll heal. I, I don't think it's You'd good kink. You'd be like one of those two people that are hard <laughs> dealing with it. I don't think it's good kink. No? Okay. No. You never know. There's someone out there that Rule will like 34. it. Rule 34. What is this Rule 34 you keep speaking of? Rule 34 is if it exists, there is pornography or a kink for it. Okay, so... Which, when you know that, makes watching Schindler's List very difficult. Yeah, so but... So hang on a minute. This is Doubtfire. Yep, yeah. there will be that. Well, I mean, there's. if, if you think of Mrs. Doubtfire, look at the key themes. A man dressing up as an elderly woman, that's quite common. P- pretending to his family that he's someone else, very, very common. And if you think about it, he's quite voyeuristic on his ex-wife and her new boyfriend. Very, very common kink. You know, there's a lot of, of very... So it don't need to... Rule 34 doesn't need to exist for Mrs. Doubtfire because it is already... It kind of is. It's, it's already a multiplication. Thing. But there is probably a kink out there for people who want to dress up as Mrs. Doubtfire and go, Hello! At oh, people. hey, hello, puppets. Yes, that's blatantly <laughs> a kink. It's like there's a, a guy that was arrested for masturbating in a silo tank or something like that in a, at a cow farm. What sort of silo? Oh, like a... What? Like a, like a manure tank. So he's, he's in <laughs> shit. <laughs> Masturbating. He was happy as a pig in shit. Literally. Okay. And he got arrested because it was masturbating in it. But that's the thing. There's some... Anything. No, Burns said it was the best night of his life. <laughs> uh. Don't think it would it's, it's just when It's just when the cops turn up and say, could you come quietly? <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Oh, yes. pride. Yeah, that was my first ever pride. Was that's, uh, who's, who's pride? What pride? I... I, I was... I was in attendance. Was, um, that first, was that your first? Surprise? I think it was my first one where I'd gone down to the actual like parade and everything, and I, I thought it was I, I thought it was quite a dignified one of all of all things, a dignified especially in such a grey dull town. I thought, oh, it's nice to see them actually a be a bit colourful, b be a bit supportive. Mm. Since we're talking about pride briefly, does anybody mind disclosing their sexual orientation? Um, in a relationship with Cornish pasties. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Pastry, pastry goodness. I, I was disappointed at Pride. Not a single fucking lion. <laughs> <laughs> that took you a second. <laughs> Not funny. As somebody who is mostly straight... I mean, Maybe mostly. What is it like? Only on one day of the month or something. I'm only straight one day of the month for the rest of the <laughs> rest you fabulous. You know. When he sees a full moon. Oh, it's a full moon today. He wants to shove his cock in it. <laughs> Someone got the joke. Thank you. Oh, Thank God. Yeah, I'm, I'm mostly straight. You've listened to the Smiths. I have listened to the Smiths. <laughs> no, no, listen to the Smiths. You could be the hardest looking listen, person in the world. Listening to the Smiths doesn't make you gay. It just makes you suicidal. And <laughs> yeah, you could be. And the, if you find if you I find yourself if you find yourself identifying identifying with it, going, you know, I like Morrissey. I love Morrissey. Then you've just become a prick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd rather. <laughs> sorry, but but just Morrissey's a prick. I'd rather suck Trump's stinky toes. Oh. Whilst whilst he spanks my ass with a fucking bamboo cane. And going, yeah, guess who's the bitch now? Yeah, I'm going to build a wall up your ass. Then listen to Morrissey. Right. <laughs> That's literally yeah. the extreme of... I 
He's a cunt. But I mean, so I don't know if I can really judge as, as a mostly straight guy. I don't know if I can really judge Pride. But I don't mean judge it as in I am against Pride events because clearly I'm not because I was there supporting it. I no, mean, I'm. You're, I mean the organisation of that specific event, how it was laid out, how it was run. Well, there was that's, that's what I'm talking. There was about. a couple of things where I'm it was a bit like running an event aspect, not from. A, yeah, a, I mean, it could have been five. it could have been a bit better, in my opinion. It could have yeah. been a, a bit bigger and a bit more. I mean, they had like a ticketed event thing where you could get into, and it was it was it shouldn't be about that. It's not about ticket numbers. It's not about making money. Tickets were free. Tickets were free, but they only had a limited number because it was such a small area. There was nothing on the website. Nothing on the uh, any publication whatsoever, posters or anything about who was the primary sponsor for it. That ruffled a lot of feathers. Which ruffled a hell of a lot of feathers, especially when they said this is a pride event, no political or you know no no political statements. Yeah. Number one, that's what pride is. Yeah. It is not just a sexual statement; it's a political statement at the same time. You know, homosexuals. Well, are right. Yeah, it started as a riot. But homosexuals were persecuted in the con- in this country and and subjected to horrific things. You know, so it was political. political. Yeah, it's a political thing, and so to say, no political statements, and then the main sponsor who was running the event is one of the largest companies that sells arms to the third world. Countries that oppress. Countries that oppress homosexuals, and even not even just homosexuals, heterosexuals who do things like uh, you know adultery and things like that, yeah. or put, or even just. Sort of partake in, in, in kink act. Sponsored by a company that provides arms and ordinance to countries that have less than a positive take on exactly. freedom of sexuality. Exactly. Not just whether it be homosexual, bisexual, heterosexual, whatever. They, they just have yeah, an oppression. Yeah, yeah. Even just on, for example, being a woman. Yeah. You know, which is. is, is Weird choice true. of sponsor. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll try and do some sort of. Um, I think they got well, a lot of backlash from it. Yeah, a maybe, lot of backlash. Maybe that organise that company is trying to do some sort of moral carbon offsetting. <laughs> I know? think yeah, carbon offsetting, but at the same yeah. time they shoot machine guns into the air. So uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, no, going back to Pride, it was uh, it was nice to be there. It was nice to be part of it. Yeah. It was nice to see so many people out celebrating and I think it's a great thing and I think yeah. it should carry on. I mean I, I do I do have my certain things about Pride, how I believe it should still be about um celebrating diversity and celebrating um the hardships and the struggles that people have gone through, whether they be, you know, any race, gender, sexual mm-hmm. orientation, anything. Uh, religion, you know, it should be about bringing people together in in love and happiness and having fun. I don't think it should just be about let's just glitter up my unicorn, glitter up my unicorn and go wave it in people's faces and stuff. I I think that that's that's having a party, which yeah. is great, but I think we should remember where it comes from. Yeah, I mean, my my reasons for being there were, you know, because I truly believe in equality and inclusion. Yeah, and, and which is what it should everyone. be about. And and, and it wasn't, you know. Regardless of you know gender, sexuality. Well, I, like when we were there, there was somebody uh, I I don't know their name. I don't. I never spoke to them or anything. But they were wearing a T-shirt that was in the pride colours. Yeah. Uh, and in those pride colours on the T-shirt, it said "Straight and Proud." Yeah. And on the back, it said "Happy to Support yeah. Proud 2019." And some people were getting a little bit, you know, mouthy about that. And yeah. I thought, well, because they got oh, they shouldn't really say that, saying that's against us because you know we're we're gay and proud or we're bisexual and proud or we're. And I thought. What there's nothing wrong. They're supporting your your gay pride, or as it used to be, gay pride. They're supporting the LGBTQ um, 
plus pride mm. in standing with you, in celebrating together, in singing along and waving the flags and everything. But just because they're heterosexual, they're, they're proud to be who they are just as much as you're proud to be who you are. The, the problem is there's a, there's a bit more to it than that. And it has ties to uh, something in the US where they did a straight pride. But it wasn't just, oh... Oh, I remember like, that. Like, yeah. We're, we're, we're yeah. happy to, to, to be... like We're just joining in and, 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 and it's all a friendly thing. It was it was done more as a straight pride, as an anti-gay thing. It was and a... It's like, oh, yeah. where's our celebration? Where's our celebration? It's like, you don't need one. No one batters you in the street. Yeah, nobody, be, like, oh, oh, you're nobody straight. gets straight battered. Aye. Yeah. So it's like, you don't need it. Why do you want it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I remember that. Wasn't it one of those like Westboro Baptist Church or one of those lot that were like, the, the sort of people that have those signs that say God hates fags and stuff like that? Oh, it, was, it was a US movement was, called Proud Boys, I believe. Proud what, Boys. What you, from the, the US the, Marines. The, the Proud, irony. Proud Boys the, sounds the, as camp as camp. The, the, the irony. The Navy. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't even believe it, you know. Like, the Proud the Boys. <laughs> the Proud Boys sound like they should be put. A, Blackpool Central Pier three nights a week, you know. <laughs> Take your nan to see the Proud Boys, you know. They'll stand proud for your nan. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I went to that Pride event, and it was the first one held at that location. Well, that was a I, good one. Yeah, to go yeah, to, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I cut in some slack. I still it was the first it, time yeah. putting it And there on. was, from what I saw, there was, like, no trouble. Because I always think with yeah. events like that, you're expecting to get a lot of very right-wing, a lot of very anti... Well, there's barely um, any chance for anybody to have a drink, that's why. It's not just about that. I've seen things on the news where there's been pride events and, and any form of... It's just these sort of people that hate everything except them. Yeah. And, and there was none I'm of that, sure which was nice. they don't hate themselves, to be fair. It was nice also to see things like the police joining in. They, mm-hmm. all, they had all their, their cars. I like the car, yeah. Yeah, the cool. car was cool. I mean, that thing, it did look like if it hit 88 miles an hour, it was going to go like straight into plaid. <laughs> it was just going to like shoot off. Oh, I'm definitely, um, definitely being inspired to go to further Pride events and other Pride events. Oh, yeah. And, 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 you know, be supportive. I like the fact that we're all not on the same weekend. Mm. I love that. I like mm. the fact that it, you can it's, go not to like, them. it's not like the second weekend in June all across the country is Pride. It's like there's one every, like for two months, there's like one every weekend. You get a loyalty card. You get a loyalty card. I thought of a good way that we could really confuse listeners is we could change the name and call ourselves the Antiques Roadshow. Do you know what antiquing is? Yes. Songs Songs of Praise. Songs of Praise. That's a god-awful show. What Songs of Praise needs to do is it needs to start going to kink events. That would be fantastic. That does. So, for this next part, I've had... A strange idea of getting a hat, in this case, a red bowler hat. My hat? No, it's oh, my hat. Oh, Shockhead's bowler hat? Yeah. This fits on your head? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it depends which head. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> and um, what I've done is I've written down some different um, abbreviations and definitions of titles, etc. And I've thrown them into the hat, and I thought we could all pull one or two out each, go around the table, and we could define what it means to us personally, or what we think the common definition of it is within BDSM. Yeah. And then we could discuss it and maybe expand each other's minds or our own minds and broaden our horizons a bit in the process. Go for it. Yeah? So, Red, you go first. Pick something out of a hat. 
A goose. What you got, mate? Uh, Daddy Dom. Daddy Dom. It's when your dad's into BDSM. <laughs> <laughs> now, go on. What, what, what's your understanding of that title? Um, my understanding isn't particularly detailed. I mean, it's only. I mean, don't wrong. I have been exploring it recently, but it's not something I know enough about to define it specifically. Um, but it's, I'll be honest. I'm a bit stuck. Drop paper. Do you help me out? Um. <laughs> no, apparently. No, no. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, I'm, I'm going to go to Cool Hands because uh, how would you describe it? I mean, I am a daddy dom to my partner. Um, so you picked out a really challenging one for your first one. Yes, you? I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, but there you go. It's an opportunity for us to discuss something that you don't know that much about. I'm, I'm exploring it, but I don't know how to define it. So, what have you been? How have you been exploring it? Um, I like being called it. <laughs> yeah, you know, called it. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, And for some couples who explore that, it is only they like it, that in the bedroom. Yeah, it's that it's that sort of thing. We're not. So, I wouldn't say we're a, a daddy dom relationship, mm. so to speak. It's more sort of a cheeky nickname, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's more of a cheeky nickname as opposed to. Yeah. It's something that gets you a bit more going as opposed to just being. Co- oh yes, sir. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, and and, and oh, I can't stand it's because some people, it's the kind of. Maybe potentially the taboo connotations. Yeah, that there's a, there's a, a slight taboo, I suppose. People could say it's a slight, maybe a slight incestuous taboo idea. But I think um, it, when when you know that yeah. you're not in that, and that's not what it, what it's stemming stemming from, I think it's just a bit of a, 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 a light kink. Yeah. I mean, for many, it's not it's not got any connotations of paternal. Well, it also comes. So it, it also sort of slightly stems in one part from the old um, sugar daddy idea, doesn't it? No, no, he said, no. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be quite vocal on that one, then. No, that's fine. Uh, but that's that's where I think that's more where the the just the nicknamey idea comes from. I think it's more that. Was that? that and I think it's always of, always been a yeah, thing. Yeah. There's always that joke, isn't it, of saying "Who's your daddy" during sex, isn't it? So it's yeah. I think it's always been a thing. But then again, there's always that thing of in prison of saying "Who's your daddy." It has a very different term and a very different meaning. A daddy in a prison yard is very different to a father. A father is very different to a daddy dom. Well, like come on. These things aren't. Um, Aye, if 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 you're having sex and someone says, "Who's your father?" You're either having sex with a cockney or a priest, and it... or Darth Vader. <laughs> but when they press the vibrator and just <laughs> yes, and it's it's what, lights up. It's when he's running the mains powered vibrator from his chest plate, uh, like Crichton. There are daddies. There are daddies. I mean, for me. Uh, sugar daddy is a whole different for a lot of people yeah, a different I, avenue I think that's where the, the two parts lie I think daddy dom and just being called daddy in the bedroom because it's a bit of a sort of hoo-hoo isn't that a yeah. cool little nickname I think the cool little nickname oh isn't it cool it gets someone going a bit mm-hmm, comes more from the sugar daddy area where it's all like oh yeah if I just be all calling him oh yeah daddy fuck me daddy blah 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 then he goes, no, oh, this is cool, I like this, I'm going to buy you some nice stuff. Whereas opposed to the yeah. daddy doming thing, I think is a totally fucking different And thing. actually, they're, they're, they can, you know, they're completely defined by the meaning of the two people in that situation. Exactly, yeah. So there's varying I think, degrees. I think daddy, hey. I think daddy doming is, is more of a protective thing as yeah, well. I see it more as a... Whereas sugar daddying idea is more of a, I buy you cool shit that you want, you touch, you, you touch my winky. Yeah, trophy partners. Which, that. Yeah, trophy which, partners. Which ones tell the bad jokes? I do. Daddy Dom's. Right. Yeah, I tell all I've jokes. heard your jokes, they're shit. Yeah, she gets it all the time. <laughs> but, um, you know, not all daddies are dominant. You get submissive daddies, but yeah, you Daddy, do, yeah. Dom, Daddy Dom was on the card that I wrote down. And, and, you, get, and you get 
mummy doms. You, you, so you get, you you get daddies that are female. You get, you get female people that identify as a daddy in their yeah. relationship. Which and that's cool. absolutely fine by then. You know, Burns, you've got. Look, that's whole, look, we do a whole big thing about daddy doms another time. Well, I think that would be a, a good topic. Yeah, yeah, and I know, and maybe I'll get Bell round and we'll talk about it. And yeah, it'd be nice time. to get guest yeah. people on to speak and about it. And we can talk it, about yeah. our dynamic and share that. Burns, take mm. something out of the hat, man. I've got CMNF, which is clothed male, naked female. And that's when two teenagers meet up and they've, they've not quite worked out how you do sex <laughs> properly. And it's all, it's, it's all a bit awkward, you know. Don't do Snapchat in it. Um, no, I, I, I think, again, it's, it's like a dominance thing and you get it a lot at particular parties. I've like, been to these. Oh, so well, no, no, no. But I'm just saying, I'm not saying I've been to them. But you hear about them and you see about them on, say, Fet Life or whatever. And it's it, commonly a theme at certain play parties. Yeah, where all be of one it, gender is. Be it all of one particular... It's, it's a bit like the group, old... All of one particular group, be it all the guys or all the girls or all of any particular group. The subs, all the subs. All the subs, all the doms. It's a bit the, like the old Tarts and Vickers idea that, that the men would all be dressed in, in full dress and the, the girls would all be scantily clad. Right. What? <laughs> if you had, like, half the doms... If you had, like, all the doms wearing clothes and all, all the subs or bottoms naked, what would the switch do? Would they have to, like, half and half? I, th- I think... Like, like shorts and a tank scene? top. Shorts and a tank top. There you go. You got. You've got your arms and legs on show. You keep your torso covered. But now, now the old, the old um, clothed male, naked female, and obviously its counterpart being the other way. I find, from my experience, that the clothed male, naked female, I think, is less prevalent. I think there's more clothed female, naked male. Yeah. I think in the kink world nowadays, whenever I've been to any form of kink event, or whenever I've been to. Um, clubs and stuff like that that do adult events I do notice there are a lot more naked men subservient naked men than naked subservient females would you say that's kind of like the prevalence within the fetish scene of a lot of femdom stuff I think so it's like um, clubs like I think pedestal yeah is particularly aligned to that that femdom yeah a pedestal, you know, and I, I know there is one in in London that's very much the clothed male, naked female, where they put on parties where men can register, and literally you can walk in and just unzip your trousers and have like four or five mouths around you, so to speak. But they're very much uh, uh, it's a first come first served. You have to get vetted. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to do that. But that's a bunch of women who run those parties themselves mm. for that because that's their kink and that's their thing so it's it's kind of the that's their thing it's like the oh the working man deserves a, a release and, and, and if, if they still won't let me in no. <laughs> but, and, and if it's being man by women for women yeah although they're the naked ones being subservient yeah, but uh, the on thing the is, outside they're the ones orchestrating it they are they're the ones orchestrating it which is kind of it's lovely because that's the thing just because you're clothed doesn't mean you're in charge no. I, I, you know, clothed male, naked female, the woman could be completely, the female could be completely in charge, actually, and I will just rescind that, the female doesn't have to be a woman, yeah. that's the thing, anybody who, who registers themselves as female, 
they could still be completely in charge of that situation. I mean, who knows what clothing they're wearing? Yeah, yeah. yeah you see? Yeah. Could be a Ronald McDonald suit. Shall I take something from the hat shop, yes? Yes, let's, let's, what, what are we going to do? going to have... It's like Christmas, isn't it? Oh, it's actually, it's a shit Christmas. Oh, I was going to say, these were the Christmases I had growing up. Yeah. Things you could say about your Dom, but not your girlfriend. Well, that's another one. We'll pick those out of a hat another hmm, time. That's next a good time. one, yeah. Heteroflexible. What's your understanding of heteroflexible, mate? Um, that you're... I, I consider myself sort of hetero, heteroflexible. Okay. I, I do that same for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not bisexual, and I'm not... I would say I'm not really bi-curious. I, because I'm not curious about it. I know what it all involves. But therefore, you might suck a dick. Mm, yeah, probably. I think um, the, the way I put it, because it, I, I feel quite strongly that that's how I would define myself, is that I would happily play with men and women or whatever till the cows come home. That's fine. I just wouldn't settle down with a woman. Yeah, I, I see that. I'm, I'm I'm very heterosexual in my life partners, my yeah. long term. But um, and also I find heteroflexible. I think it also stems to the perception of sexuality as well. How just because you're camp, I'm using inverted commas there, camp, um, or or very sort of fabulous, you know, things doesn't mean you have to be stereotypically gay. Yeah. I mean, I always consider myself very camp and over the top and can be very ridiculous and love bursting out into musicals and stuff, which most people would think is a gay trait, inverted commas. Mm. But I'm not. I, I, I think it's just a sort of way that I'm flexible with the fact that I don't define myself by being big and manly. You know. I think it's great fun. And you define it roughly the same But you see, yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with that. And at the moment... I'm in a committed heterosexual relationship, which I'm more than happy with, you know. So I, I'd always kind of identified as bisexual and I'd had experiences in the past and this and that and the other. But, you know, I, I, I remember seeing the joke where it's like, oh, you're bisexual. Oh, but you're with you're with a woman and you're a man. It's like, aye, I eat steak, but I'll have a salad every now and again, you know. <laughs> As a Scotsman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Fried salad, darling. Aye, aye. Fried, eat fried salad. Gla- Glasgow salad, you know, chips. <laughs> the mixed but, meat salad. <laughs> you know, but uh, joking aside... That is heteroflexible with mixed meat the salad. The mixed meat salad, yep. yeah. <laughs> J- like joking aside, I mean, I mean, the thing is as well... Like, it's got a wee egg in it. Just because like, you find someone attractive doesn't mean you have to do anything about it. Oh, yeah. So, you know... You could be, you could consider yourself bisexual. You know, you could maybe look at someone and go, "Aye, I would happily fuck them, but never go ahead with that." Yeah, doesn't mean you have to. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's not like that they're going to come round and go, "Right, we're the bisexual police." You've not sucked a dick in the last ten years. We're revoking it. Right, you're you're heterosexual now. Yeah, because by that definition, if you didn't sleep with a woman. In five, ten years, you, you can't call yourself straight anymore. Yeah, exactly. By the same, by the same like, it, it, it doesn't he fucking wear out, you know? I know, I have to get a flashlight sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, isn't, isn't that the problem? Like, labels are very handy, but... like They're not, they dig into your spine. <laughs> <laughs> but, right, when you first meet someone, right, and, and the conversation's going that kind of way, bisexual, well, pansexual... I'm, whatever it is 
and people find that quite hard to understand. But mm. what I will add to the listeners is that most people, people don't, except Burns, <laughs> who brings an overhead projector. <laughs> <laughs> Mistress. <laughs> Now, this is a good one. This has got two different meanings, depending on... Yeah, because if we look at the old term of mistress, the mist- the old term of mistress was the other woman, yeah. so mm. to speak. It was the woman out of the wedlock. Yeah. And this actually... Which, actually, if you go before that, would be mistress of a house. Yes. Now, actually, the old terms of mit- mistresses go right back to the ancient Greeks. It was actually acceptable in ancient Greece for a married man to have sex with another woman... Or another man... I didn't actually say anything about men in what I read, but I assume anyone uh, these the to do. Were encouraged. Yeah, but it was actually it was actually totally acceptable for a, a man in a household to go and have sex with any other person he wanted, as long as it wasn't in the household. Meaning of mistress outside of BDSM is to no. the, the other woman, the yes. other woman, the, Mrs. The, the, the secret woman. Oh. Not always a secret, and then of course the BDSM version being. The lady in charge, old man. Yeah, can be. Yeah, well, I mean, if you can have, if you can have uh, females who identify as doms, spelt with a M M E and just with a D O M. Yeah. Then, then why not have males who want to identify as a mistress? I know almost misheard you. Thought you said M M A there. I thought that's a very Cage different fighting. kind of S and M. That's extreme. That's a, that's a little more losing teethy. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I, I know battering. certain events you do see a cage. But... I know biological male people who yeah. identify as female because they are transgender and or, or in the process of transgender and transitioning who identify themselves as female doms, yeah. D-O-M-M-E, but because they are not fully transitioned yet and they're still in that process, they actually still take their male counterpart of themselves and they actually recognise themselves as subservient. When they're in. So oh. through their transitioning, they're going sort of from one e- extreme, shall we say, to another. A varying degree. A varying degree. Yeah. It comes around again. We keep slipping it in, don't we? <laughs> as the actress said to the big ship. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so in, in, like saying, so in, in BDSM, it's, it's not a secret affair. It's a power exchange relationship. It's the person most often in charge. It's the mistress. Yeah, dictionary spell. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. And and it's not adulterous in the slightest. Well, it can be. It can be. That's the thing. Some people they actively that's their king. They but their mistress could be their mistress. Their mistress is their mistress, and that's the king. I think it's one of those ones that it opens up to a million yeah. different. Uh, Should we have one more quick round. We'll have another quick one. What we've got? I've got pet play. Ooh. Oh, you pulled a funny face, uh, Shockhead. Oh, <laughs> that's just my face. Really. <laughs> no, as far as I understand, it's sort of the pretending to be an animal during a sexual encounter. Like, um, I, although does I did see. No, it doesn't have to be. But I did see something at said um, naturist spa that we went to. I don't know if we're mentioning or not. Um, that pony play. Yeah, there was a person where um, she was. On him, like him. as though, yeah, as though he was a horse. On a saddle he had, as well. Yeah. He had like these sort of stunted crutches with, um, yeah, <laughs> with um, hooves, and had a proper saddle and a, I think a face mask with a horse on it. And it, it, uh, the thing is, not so much for a kink thing. I wanted to have a go because it looked like fun. <laughs> like, like, when, do that. <laughs> like when you ride a camel when you're on holiday. It's just you know. Yeah, I saw it, and it's because it's the first time. I mean, I've been to dungeon events and that, and uh, play play. Monkeys. But because it was outdoor, yeah, yeah it was. It's the first time I've seen anything like that, and I did 
out of curiosity, because it's something new to me, for seeing for the first time, I sort of did do a double take and was watching yeah. with, with respect, not admiration, but with respect and curiosity from afar for a little while, you know, as, as they were... You know, because they were playing very publicly. Mm. Yeah, anyway. it, was, it was quite interesting. Yeah, she, the, she was wandering around the market on him, and like, that's riding, glorious. Riding, I really want to have Riding her pony. Yeah, I want to have a go I think, though, with, with Pet Play, Pet Play kind of breaks down certain things. It can be linked with primal mm. stuff, which I think is a different topic that I think we should incorporate in a different topic. But I see Pet Play very much as sort of... I mean, you can go furry in one, yeah. one direction. You can go furry. But I think furry, primal... Just and pet play are definitely all slightly separate. Even though you got any experience in pet play I can neither confirm nor deny. Uh, okay. Yes, okay. he has. Yeah, which means I, yes. Yes, but I'm not comfortable talking about it. So we won't. I there. I think he's got, and I don't think he's telling us. He's got a collar that's one of those magnetic ones that when he walks up to the door, it opens and lets him in. <laughs> you know, like a little cat flap. Oh, if only, if only, no. I have got well, a collar. If he do, if it doesn't work, he meows at the window. I, I, was, I, was, I was in a relationship. A cat talk pesh. I was. Did you have a dog? A chihuahua. Mm. Raccoon. A bear. Oh, the nodding the bear. The so nodding bear. bear. Panda. A, co- a quacker. A quacker. <laughs> a red panda. But it's the a only, bear. Right, right. The only problem with with bears, right, is it's got that. They can rip other... people's faces off. No, no, no. no I was saying that. it's got the other connotation of. Of what it means on the gay scene. Yeah, obviously the, it you're does. You're a bear. You're a bear bear. I'm. I, oh, the beer bear. I like you know, you'd be a bear, not a beer bear. Oh yeah, no, I'd be. I'd be a bear. You would be honest. a beer bear though. I'd be. Yeah, but I'd be a very, very polite one. <laughs> I, 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 I know monocle. someone who is uh, very, very, very happy to be very homosexual. Very. I would say almost. Yeah, he, he he is the sort of person. I won't name names. He probably wouldn't listen to this anyways, but. Uh, he's very, very sexually frivolous and loves being gay. The sort of person that has someone around at 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4 and I 5. I know who you're talking about. All yeah. separate people and will happily... And then actually posted a fantastic thing the other day saying all of them got in touch and said that they all wanted to meet at 12 and he went, fuck it, it's a party now. And, you know, and has said that the amount of times people go, oh, you're a bear. It's like, no, I'm fucking not. I'm not, I'm not a bear. There are people out there who are bears and I'm like... Yeah, I'd probably be a bear. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd be a cuddly one. You'd be, be like a care bear. I could draw all over you. A I'd care be, bear. I've been an owner, but not a pet. I mean, could you imagine me as a fucking pet? I just... It's the I'd t- take you back to the fucking shop. <laughs> <laughs> it's you'd have to it. This parrot is deceased. I'm <laughs> gonna do the dead parrot skin. <laughs> it's the I must say with pet play, it is the continuous trips to the vets and them going to usually get help. You know. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean it's. Found it in the it's Book a, of Revelation. It's it's it's, it's an insult. <laughs> it, I, I can understand Burns why you wouldn't want to go there because I find it quite. I you know I find things really easy to talk about. I just blurt shit out. Yeah, there's, there's some, it's, it's, there's I find certain, it quite hard to go there actually. There's certain intimate things that you don't necessarily want to be like air no. to the world. You know, it's, like it's, I am a furry. I like One Direction. I, I'm, I'm not a furry for fuck's sake. <laughs> no, I'm just not I'm not shaming no, no. furries at One Direction right, fans. No disrespect to furries. They give crack and hugs them, I say. <laughs> right, but I'm just not one. Yeah. Right, and I've got nothing against them. Looks expensive. It is expensive. Uh, it's uh, really apparently, apparently suits are very expensive. Really expensive. Mm. 
Yeah, so it's always that fun because you know when you're a kid and you see and incredibly hot like, as well. Yeah. You do like you overheat and all that. We were, yeah. we were, we I know were. Fairy. I've, I've known her before. I was in the kink scene. It's, it's weird though because I thought you'd find a bear in the forest, not in the jungle. Actually, you should find them. <laughs> you should find them in leisure centres at conventions. Yeah, I we normally were, find we were, at Comic Con normally. We were at a a very famous um, theme park yeah. in the UK, uh, which I won't name, but I will say it rhymes with Fulton Powers. And there was a person walking around with a proper furry mask, like, head thing on. Not, like, just, like, a silly one. They were wearing a full, like, probably very expensive, and the arms and everything. And it was warm. Yeah. I thought, you're going to need a lot of roller coasters to calm that down. Go on, let's, let's have another one. Yeah, let's have another let's one. Let's have another we'll one. To the end. We'll do a couple Ooh. more, and then we'll wrap it up. I'm, I'm dying to hear Burns' story this oh, week. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to do that one. I'm not going to do that one. I'm not going to do that one. You're not going to do that one. No, because we've, we've touched on it. We, oh, we've touched you, on that as well. You, what are you touching on? I'm touching you <laughs> in a minute. You've made these so small, I can't open right, Well, I've got a rigger, so we can... Uh, oh, I'll take that one. Show people the ropes. Hey! hey. hey. Da, 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 What's the rigger, Burns? Uh, a rigger is someone who does the tying of a shoelace of ropes with the bondage and all, and all that we are a BDSM podcast do you know what I mean <laughs> not going to talk about shoelaces you dafty it could be a, a lighting rigger from a from a theatre ah you could be but I mean <laughs> you're not saying that are we you mad rocket they're man. kinky bastards I'll tell you that yeah, um, I, I know a couple of them but uh, no so rope the person who does the tying would commonly be referred to as a rigger, and at the end of it, the person who's being tied is commonly referred to as a rope bunny. I never liked that term. Rope bottom? Rope bottom? No, no, I, I don't think you, you you don't have to be a bunny or a bottom if you're the person being tied up. You could just I be. Don't know, I, I, I like bunnies. Bunny, bunny, yeah, but bunny always reminds me think of bunny boiler, and it always has that very negative connotation. No, 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 bunnies are fluffy and cute. It's nice. You didn't, I don't mind it. You didn't grow up where I grew up. <laughs> Mixomatosis. Yours were deep fried, but you know, like. That's the word. I was trying to think of that word the other day. You were trying to think of a word mixomatosis. I was trying to think of the word mixomatosis, and I couldn't. Blimey. It's not shit that goes through your mind. You know what goes through my mind. I've got one. I've got I have got one of one my favourite words. And I'll grab one. Switch. Switch. I like switch. You like to switch, or you like the word switch? I like. Uh, uh, disclaimer We are in no way endorsing the Nintendo Switch. Um. No, I, 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 for a long time I considered myself, and I probably still do consider myself a bit of a switch. Yeah. And and the Does way you, I see it is that you, you switch from being top to bottom, bottom to top, dom to sub, sub to dom, whatever so you want it. Being a switch, uh, does it turn you on? I'm going to absolutely hurt you. And that's how BDSM starts, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it does. It, it, oh, God, it does. I'm going to absolutely hurt you. Oh, say more. Yeah, no. Um, choke me harder, potential daddy, daddy, sugar daddy, daddy dump. We found too many. Um, yeah, no. Switch is one of those uh, one of those terms. I I really like switch. Yeah. And I think the problem is with with switch. It's such a broad term. And the way I see it is the fact that you go from one to the other. Yeah. But some people are like, oh no, that doesn't mean that. It means this. And I'm like, that's great. You have it. What it means to you. To me, it means like a dimmer switch. Yeah, I can. Yeah, dimmer with- switch. Varying degrees of brightness. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, again, again. Is but that if, like bingo for this? If 100 degrees, you you know, if 100% you consider being total top or dom or whatever, and then zero being sub or, or bottom or whatever, sometimes you can go to 50-50. And sometimes that's just nice, where it's just yeah. 
you, you, you don't have anybody that's in charge or anybody who's subservient. You just... It doesn't have to be power exchange for it to be yeah. good fun and th- enjoyable and a good connection. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that's really overlooked in, in BDSM relationships. I know a lot of people that they go, I'm a dom. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but you can't be a dom 24 hours a day, really. Yeah. The way I see it, you can't do it 24 hours a day. What if you're married with someone and they go... I just fancy just just a bit of chilled out. You can't yeah. go. No, I am a dom. But the thing, that is, is, it. thing is, you are you are twenty four seven because the dom even even if you're being chilled out because the dom is making that decision. We're but just if that's out. if the that's your relationship, then, the dom can then at any point can then go. You know, we're just being chilled out tonight. Actually, we're not being chilled out now. I've decided we're doing something different. Ah, yeah, yeah. But you that's that, 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 What I mean is, if that's the relationship. Yeah. So, for example, I I couldn't keep that up. Twenty four hours a day, I couldn't keep that up. At all. That's why I say I'm more of a switch. I can happily switch any way that is required. But some people I know go, oh, no, no, 24 hours a day I am dominant or I'm subservient I'm, or I'm whatever. And I'm like, I can't, I I'm, can't possibly I'm do that. I'm her dom, but I let her make decisions in the relationship more so than I have done with some of the other submissive partners. Yeah. Because, actually, I think that she makes the right choice most of the time. And therefore, I'm quite happy for her to... Do you know what I mean? And I, I must say, I know a lot of people that have been in 30, sometimes 40-year relationships with someone, and 24 hours a day, that's what it is. It is literally top-bottom, and that is because that's their thing. But for me, I find that incredibly hard to keep up because yeah. I just don't think I'm committed enough to something yeah, like that. It's not something that you really have to keep up. I get up bored mid-piss sometimes, yeah. you know. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah. I think sometimes though when you see it and it's clearly working for people and, and they've found it, you know. Mm. It's just, it's really quite beautiful to see with some people. And there's people we know yeah. who have got that and it's so crystallised and it, it just just works for them. Mm. And it's like I mean alright, you don't know you don't see everything that goes through you you know, they they might have their own issues. I mean Jesus everyone does, but um, sorry, momentary distraction there. As uh, cool hands, hands just whips his top off. It's bloody hot in here. I, you said close the windows. Yeah, traffic. Well, it's because traffic. Yeah. Traffic. <laughs> See, either my nipples or traffic. What would you prefer? I am turning towards traffic right now. Okay. <laughs> the listeners can't hear my nipples. If we open the windows, I'll hear the traffic. <laughs> Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, the nipples, the nipples, the nipples, and that's the noise a nipple makes. <laughs> I've told, I've told you, Hans, take that bra off. Sorry. Um. Yeah. No. Sorry. What did you prove that nipples make a noise? There you okay. go. Okay. Don't you my fucking nip- dare. I'm gonna uncover my nipples with my hands just long enough to take one last thing from my hat before we wrap this up. <laughs> I'm not gonna right. do it again. You're fine. Oh, am I though? Oh no, hold on a minute, we've already had that one. That's what I mean. Oh! Ooh. Oh, this is the tr- this is the one for all of us. This was, this was the danger one. I've, I've screwed myself over. This is the one oh. that none of us are absolutely qualified to tackle. Which is? Leather Daddy. I put that one back. No, put that one back. What, what was the word? Leather Daddy. Leather Daddy. Leather Daddy. Oh, Leather. Daddy. Sorry. Leather Daddy. But it's... Very linked to the gay scene, is it not? It is very, indeed, very, very much. Guessing heavily and involves leather. And it does, and it's one of the oldest, older BDSM communities, but way predates. And it's very mm. much one of the early Pride ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. In fact, really? I would say that the leather community paved the way for the rest of the kink community in many respects. Very much so. 
got um, the house and that lot. Weirdly, I, one thing I do know about the leather community is, and um, before you're a leather daddy, most people in the, going into the leather community start off as subs. Do you, it's one of the it's one community where training, although it is a kink, is part of a sh- it's a very structured community. I, I must say that one of the things I do know from from leather daddying um, is from leather daddying yourself. No, no, not from myself. Um, it's from the very great um, comedy act Topping and Butch, who uh, have been doing the circuits for many, many years. And they met. They're a comedy duo, gay comedy duo, mm-hmm. very, very but openly not gay, gay with each other. Not a couple, but they are a comedy duo. Yeah. And they met at a leather club back. Yeah. I think it was in the eighties, early nineties, something like that. And it, back when it was still quite a taboo to be as openly. Um, flamboyant and uh, open with your sexuality, and they said they met at a leather, a leather daddy style club, mm. and they said the the misconception everyone has about leather daddy and leather gay clubs is that there will be someone chained to a wall being flogged and whipped by a huge bear of a man, but the minute you walk up, they go, "You're right, you're having a good night. Everything's lovely. It's, oh, it's a great place. I love this. Slap, slap, slap." It's such a welcoming community, mm. and they said, and I, I, I've always wanted to actually go to one of the, the proper, sort of le- gay leather clubs. Aren't they quite close? Close communities. They're very close communities, but I'd love to go as an observer mm. just to basically say, look, I am totally an observer for this. I'm not going to get involved. I just want to see how it all works. I've been yeah. following a few threads online, and when I see leather daddies also comment in groups that I'm part of. I will look at their profile, and I'll mm. read their profile, and look at the sort of club. Get an insight, yeah. Yeah, because I'm curious because it's, it's human behaviour and it's a different kink and mm. it might not be it's, well, it isn't for me, and it's a different world. But, but what's great is you're taking I'm, an interest. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I, you know, in order to I respect I respect their kink, but in order to really respect something, I think you've got to got to understand it a little bit as well. Yeah, mm. you can't just respect see something. Respect. Yeah, see something once and go, oh, I, I totally respect that because I know everything about it. No, you don't. No, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm very keen. I'm very keen to learn. It's something I'm very keen to learn about, just out of, out of curiosity and respect. Yeah. Um, you know, to have a, a deep understanding of somebody else's community, and, and that's that's the big thing. That's one of the big things about BDSM is ask questions. Yeah, as long as you're polite and you're not being a dick about anything. I mean, if you ask someone a question, say, "Hey, could you please tell me a bit more? I'm interested." And, you know, you will probably get a reply from someone as long as it's not just a sort of, "Hi, I've seen your profile and I'm really into I sniffing pants." Sniffing pants. You're probably not going to get a reply off that. But if you see someone who's genuinely into something yeah. or is very I mean, I know a, a female Dom who's probably got a lot of years of experience and we were in the same club one night and we both happened to be at the bar and we spent the next like 20 minutes just chatting. Yeah. I was asking her all about all her experience and, and just learning. And, well, and I mean, just because somebody's experience can't possibly be yours, so in that case, a female Dom... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to have that sort of experience. It doesn't really, mean saying you I? can't learn something from her. Just like no, like, I, learned, I learned loads. Yeah, learned like loads. I feel that, you know... Having a further insight, maybe into the leather community, and you know, it doesn't mean. It mm. means I you mean you're going to get into it. No, I'm not going to get into it. But in in doing so, I might learn something about myself, or learn something from the way they structure things. Yeah, I think it works a lot very well. You look like you're in deep contemplation, Burns. Uh, you imagine a leather clad man. I was thinking about the story I'm going to tell later. Ah, let's get round to that. Welcome to another episode. Of Jocanotti with your genial host Burns. 
Tonight's wee story is an extract from Cancelled Job by Elaine Bell. And this comes from the book Rule 34, Weird and Wonderful Fetish Erotica. So here we go, an extract for Cancelled Job. Of all the people to catch her, it has to be the woman who fills most of her masturbatory fantasies that don't include photocopiers. The same executive who is sometimes the co-star of the wet dreams that involve both Julia and the machines that make Ruby moan. Ruby doesn't miss that Julia's gorgeous brown pupils dilate as her eyes lock on Ruby's breasts. The nipples that were relaxing from their recent turgid state Harden and ache at the look of hunger that passes over the CFO's countenance. Julia breaks the spell. So you're the one who's been wasting our resources. Her nose twitches and her irises somehow expand further. Ruby inhales again, hoping the distraction her breasts are causing might be enough to give her time to think of an answer. And she smells what Julia must have noticed. The air in the compact room is redolent with the musk of sex. While the room is small, it's still expansive for a supply closet. It has to be to fit the ancient and massive collating photocopier that's mindlessly continuing its 1,000 copy job. It's the only machine in the office that does a full sort, collate and staple on thick documents and large jobs. Ruby's lust for the device is beyond her control. Something about its size makes it an outcast among the other, newer machines the company owns. While more modern models can arouse her with the sleek lines and smooth operation, they don't have the same appeal as this one. The solid construction and sharp edges. The stamina to ejaculate pages for hours on end. <laughs> well, there you go. Ejaculating pages, but I like. It's really into that, isn't she? It's a good book. It's, it's certainly something. Well, I tell you what, it's not quite going to be the same when I go back to the office on Monday. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just doing a bit of photocopying, barely. Hey, you're right there, Burns. Well, they won't call me Burns, but you know. I think we should probably wrap up with a, a trip to the Encyclopedia of Unusual Sex Practices. Oh, let's... Let one to B. B? And B, because we did A last time. I know we did. And B, <laughs> B, would you believe it or not, it's the bee stings. <gasps> bee stings. Bee stings. No. Hang on, how are we saying this? Is that a term for small boobs? Yeah, is it bee stings or bee stings? No, bee stings. There is oh. a picture of a bee on a man's penis. Oh, right. Oh, no. Yes. Use nope. of insects, entomophilia. Oh, entomophilia. Oh, no. 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 Or, no. Or, or no. Pharmacophilia. And, and, no, no. Yeah. No. Right, we'll skip that one. No, no, so, actually, yeah. no, no, going on that, I once did hear a very interesting thing, which was uh, someone said, if you ever want the ultimate thrill as a man, get yourself hard in the bath. Make sure that just, just the head of your penis is sticking above the water. Then get a fly and pull its wings off and plonk it on the head of your erect penis. And because it can't fly and it won't go in the water, it will just run round and round and round. And apparently the 
pitter-patter of its tiny little legs will bring you to ejaculation. I don't think I can maintain an erection whilst catching a fly and pulling its wings off. <laughs> I, I... It's a very, very specific thing. I think it's it a one a that it. you have to maybe build up to. I think maybe if you had, a, like, I, I think a day, you know. I thought you were going to say, like, a smaller fly. Start, start off with a money spider. Just lying in the bath for a whole day. I don't know what year this book was published, but it lists bisexualism, and it's in a book... It's not weird. It's not unusual. To be fair, it's given usual to be bisexual. Other songs are available by uh, Tom Jones. <laughs> what else have we got under B? Blood, Blood sports. sports is. This isn't. Mean. This isn't while your good lady is having a visit. Is that? Me, yeah. Though. Is that when someone pisses blood on you? No, it's no. when Aunt Emma comes to visit. No, it's not. It's not when Aunt Emma comes to visit. No, oh, is, is it, it literally not? just getting blood it's, straight out of the vein? It's blood sports. Blood sports are very sex activities which involve skin being broken and include activities such as cutting, piercing, carpet burns, abrasion, shaving, scratching, vampirism, flagellation, caning, branding, burning, etc. Cutting the skin or drawing blood. Creates an adrenaline rush. And a partridge <laughs> in a pear tree. And you see, I've, I've seen blood sports more as a, a, a sort of... A film with Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, more of the uh, menstrual. Oh, no, no. They're, no, all, they're all interested in the... Uh, the week. The week. Well, children, I don't trust anything that bleeds for a week and doesn't die. Don't, don't get me wrong. Speaking as a woman... <laughs> speaking as a med there. <laughs> no, speaking. I'm not a mother, but speaking as a woman, you for some reason for you know because God likes to do that to you. You are more turned on in that week. You are more yeah. horny, and for some reason it just decides you know let's just do something that makes it incredibly messy if you want to go anywhere near it. But it does it does something to you. Which it's kind of like a defense. So, it's like a sort of body yet another stuff. argument against intelligent design. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but it is frustrating because like if I do anything now, I'm going to get it everywhere, aren't I? So the only option even then is the shower, and that's risky. Mm. So um, just for slipping over and breaking a collarbone or something, you know. But yeah, so I can totally see why it would be a kink, but not it's not a tidy one. And blood sports in the way it's written in here, in terms of lacerations, do anything for you? No. Nope. Nah. No. Nah. I, I I probably would get a kink doing it to someone else. Mm. I've I've got a total. I've got that sort of, I, I think it's like a Roman Emperor sadist streak, like a real Augustan, oh Augustian sadist streak, in the fact that I would, you know when the, you know when you look at those old Roman films and they're like, oh yes, crucify these 500 people, yeah. I'd happily be the guy hammering in the nails and, and crucify them. Right. I would find no problem in that, I'd probably get a sexual thrill from it, I, I, causing extreme pain. It, it's, it's why I do a lot of things like airsoft and paintball and stuff yeah. like that. I do get a kick from Shooting the shit out of people, it really gets my blood, go, you know, blood pumping and gets my heart going. I really fucking Sorry. like it, and it is—it's kind of it a doesn't very... do any of this to me. Can I just clarify? Yeah, yeah no, it's a very primal animalistic yeah. instinct, but I have limitations. I know where people's limits are, and I'm happy to respect that. But uh, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm from the north. Maybe because I'm slightly Nordic. I've got this idea of you're a Viking. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> swinging a battle axe into someone's skull and cleaving it in two just is a brilliant idea. I'm now yeah. rather worried, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> my Amazon recently browsed My Amazon recently browsed has um the If it's blade. an action or longboat, I'm totally in. The scalpel blade kit and a piercing kit in it because I've been considering it with a long term play partner who is into that sort of thing. And with a background uh, you know, in tattoo studios as their own environments. Yeah. 
I, I that's say, if it's practice safely, I, it's actually I, 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 I spent a lot of time around piercers. Yeah. So, although I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm into it, but on paper I'd be a good candidate, apparently. Yeah. No, that's the thing. I mean, it's one of those things. That, I, I mean, there are obviously cases in, in, in talking to blood sports and stuff, there are people who have gone to the full extremes. Uh, Armin Muse, for example. Yeah. The, the guy who searched for an online partner to cut off someone's penis and eat it and very much a blood yeah. sporty sort of thing and then and then kill him and then eat him in pieces which it's I suppose cause man, it's cannibalism it? but it was for a kink really wasn't it, it was, that's, that's, maybe that's, that's, you, I think it was that's in C I think we'll look at that in C um, Jesus Christ let's wrap that up well, yeah, yeah, Jesus, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah let's put that got dark quick yeah um, so thank you for joining us uh, for episode 3 of Varying Degrees we have been Cool Hands Burn Shock Head and Red uh, I hope you can join us next time thank mm. you bye bye <laughs>